Welcome to the Life After Kids podcast with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. We're getting real, raw, and vulnerable on all things midlife. We're sharing our friendship of over 20 years, and we're having honest conversations about our struggles and what it really takes to live a meaningful life after kids. So brew your coffee or steep your tea and pull up a chair. Let's have a chat. Together, we'll rewrite the next chapter in Show Midlife Who's Boss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life After Kids with Doctors Brooke and Lynn. I'm Dr. Brooke. And I'm Dr. Lynn. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome we're so everyone. glad you're here. Yeah, we're taking on a, a, a more heady topic, but again, we're all interested in how to live longer lives um, with vibrancy and you know more fabulous lives for longer periods of time. So we need to get down to the nitty gritty sometimes in order to learn the hacks or the tricks behind that. And one of the understandings that we we understand as doctors um, that's really important to our health and longevity is to understand the little factory generators that are in our cells called mitochondria. Yes. Right. So we're going to talk today about longevity, about some supplements for longevity and how your mitochondria, how you can work them to the best of your ability to, to help that. Yes. Before we get into this topic, because it's a little bit of a heady one, especially with the mitochondria. I don't know <laughs> if you're watching or listening, but you looking really good right now. This oh. is a good look on you and talk to us about this. Cause you just introduced me to this brand and it's so cool. Well, thank you because you know how <laughs> I like, totally some sidetracked days, us. <laughs> some days you are feeling yourself. I am not feeling myself today. So thank you. But that you're looking good. good. That's what thank you were going for. So yeah, no, I love this. This is uh like an LA brand. She's like super cool, you know, like the cool chicks wear, which of course I'm not pretending to be. But um, I just, it's it's Annie Bing and um, she makes some really cool. Like, is it Annie or Amy? Annie. Annie. I love that one. It's got yeah, an eagle. Got an eagle. It usually has the flags um, and of course her name on it. But the colors are just great, right? Red and gray and um, just so easy, good. relaxed cotton. So yeah, check it out. You took me in that in her store when we were in Miami shopping yes. together. Yes. It was great. Beautiful. I love the sweatshirts yeah. and those graphic yeah. pieces. I love to find those. I mean, she's pretty popular now, um, but I love, I think I've well, known I've about her for rock. years ago. I still didn't know about her. So I rely on you for my fashion. Yep. Okay. Stick with me. <laughs> Back to mitochondria. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun. Um, okay. But yes, let's talk about this because the a very big focus for us in our community is we're getting older and how do we um, bring more longevity, right? How do we make sure that we're living for as long as possible, as healthy as possible and energetically as possible? So this is an important conversation and mitochondria discussion falls into this. Now, you and I are both doctors. We've been in the health food for health food <laughs> in the health industry. industry. For a very long time, I will say this is not like our specialization. Correct. Um, but we do know we have have had uh, cellular biology and we know about the cell. And if you don't know, to keep it very, very simple, mitochondria is an organelle or a compartment. Oh, sorry, ladies. Um, of the cell. So it's a piece to the cell. And basically what it does is when you eat... As the food is broken down on a cellular level, it takes the pieces from the food and goes through all these complex processes and breaks that down as energy that your cells can use um, to 
grow and to reproduce and keep you functioning and healthy, right? Did I miss yes. anything there? No, I mean, basically they're the little factories of your cells, right? So if the you, energy factories, the energy factories, they, like all of it, energy happens, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of research to show that if your mitochondria are damaged or worn out or just not functioning well, um, you know, for whatever reason, then you're not going to live as long. You're not going to be as energetic. You're going to have more fatigue. So these are symptoms. Um, some of those things are symptoms, but right. the overarching, um, thing that we're talking about today is just how can you treat your mitochondria well? And, um, what are the things that you can do to make sure that you're keeping your mitochondria working and happy and yes. and young. So again, keeping that on, on layman's terms. So, right. And keep them working well and stop keeping them from wearing out because what research is showing as they're looking at the aging process as we age and then eventually die is what's actually is happening in our body is that our mitochondria are wearing out mm. and they can't produce the energy. And when energy stops in the body, yep, you wear You're out. Done. So, and you can, um, I almost feel like a little bit of this is book review, which we should probably start doing podcasts that are just book review days because read the book and basically bring you the information and break it down. Um, But if you all, in case you don't know, you should know Dr. Stephen Gundry. His work is amazing. But this is from a recent book of his that I read called um, The Keto Code. Mm-hmm. And he talks a lot about this and about mitochondria and their health and mitochondrial uncoupling and um, mitochondrial neogenesis or basically mitochondria making reproducing, new, making yeah, new making mitochondria, mitochondria, right? And what we can do daily, the things that are now shown in research to make those things happen, mitochondrial uncoupling, I'm not going to get into it because <laughs> it's such a heady, like, I'd have to research that all day get the book if you want more information. But basically what that means is that you're making sure that the mitochondria are producing energy in a, what's the word I'm looking for? Not strategic, efficient in a very efficient way. And so there are certain, certain activities, certain foods that we can eat and things that we can do that will stimulate and facilitate mitochondrial uncoupling. And when we bring more of that into our lives, we have a much better chance of having more longevity, right? Yeah. So as you said, we're not experts on this. What we are experts on are bringing and curating resources of pieces and bits and pieces to you around the topics that you need to know about to live your best life in this age group that we're in. Um, So that being said, this is more of an advanced conversation. Let's be real, right, Dr. Brooks? So if you're, you know, in a place where, gosh, you need to focus on just starting to exercise or just starting to eat well, this may be one of those conversations that's a little bit for later after you've gotten some of those things in place. But for those of you that have been doing the things and are looking for more, this is a place to come in and start to now think about these energy producers, these generators inside of ourselves that can be damaged by certain things, which we're going to talk about and which can be promoted and like you said, work more efficiently by certain things. Absolutely. And I think once again, we talk so much about the why, because when I, when I read this book, uh, a lot of it was things I was already doing. I knew it was good for your health, but I didn't know why when it's broken <laughs> down and you hear the why, Oh, it's doing this. Like it's helping me at a cellular level. It's increasing my longevity. Now, all of a sudden for me, 
at least, it becomes more important yeah. to adopt those activities or to eat those foods. Yeah. I always find that too. So I'm, I'm, that's the book I'm going to read next. Yeah. So if you needed your reason it. why, yeah, yeah. you'll, you'll enjoy I that for it. sure. Okay. So a couple of things that help your mitochondrial, uh, health overall. So let's break it down. Let's talk about it. So let's talk about some supplements first. I would say most like the, the, for me, you're going to get it from the foods that you eat. Okay. So let's talk about polyphenols is number one and polyphenols are antioxidants, um, high in foods like olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, um, red wine, not that you should be drinking a lot of it. (laughs) Um, anything, any foods that are high in antioxidants, like berries, right? Blueberries, things like that. Those are beneficial MCT oil and good fats like coconut oil, omega oils, avocado oils. Um, they're all mitochondrial uncouplers. The really interesting thing that I learned from this book, and I usually stay away from dairy, but turns out that goat cheese, goat milk, goat milk products, have a particular type of MCT oil that's very beneficial to your mitochondria. And so, and, and if you don't know this goat milk and goat cheese is the exact, has the exact same chemical makeup as human milk does. So for most people that have dairy issues or dairy intolerance, a lot of those people can handle goat milk and cheese, which I seem to do just fine with. And so that's another thing to add into your meal. And, and he talks about research and there's other books where um, people, Dr. Mark Hyman in particular is another one, but they look at these areas that are high in numbers of centurions or people who have lived to hundred or beyond and study their lifestyle habits. And a lot of these people are people that are in villages yeah. and they're eating, they've got the goat in the yard and yeah. the sheep in the yard, and they're eating these things daily. And they are, you know, amongst olive groves and they're having the olive oil. And so you can see these correlations. Basically what you've just described is something similar to a Mediterranean diet. Very similar. And that's, and we, which we all know it's very mainstream to be known, to be very, to be known, to be very healthy and good for us. And it's because of this help uh, with the mitochondria. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically. And so, and one other thing I want you to know is like, what what can be very beneficial just as a side if you're eating a meal say that's a little bit higher in carbs or a little bit off the mark when you add something in like an mct oil or a little bit of goat cheese or some olive oil you're still going to reap the benefit of uncoupling your mitochondria and then breaking down your food into energy more efficiently does that make sense so for me that was a big that was a big thing totally Very good. So some other things, let's talk about fasting next, because it's not just the, what you're eating, it's when you're eating it, which is huge. And mitochondria, because they are energy generators, they're working a lot if you're eating all the time Mm -hmm. and it's having to break things down. So um, there's been a lot of talk around fasting. We're going to do an an entire podcast on it. And there's many experts out there who talk about fasting, but just for the purposes of this conversation, you need to know that when you eat is super important for giving your digestion a break Mm -hmm. and also allowing your body time to go in, especially if you're doing like a 17 plus hour fast, um, giving your body a chance, it will go because you're depriving it of food or you're not giving it food during that time, your body will go looking to clean up old, dying, worn out mitochondria. And it stimulates, especially those new stem cells. If you fast long enough to get more stem cell um, 
a stem cell boost, right? You're going to get new mitochondria as well coming from that. Absolutely. And so fasting is huge. It's huge. Well, yeah. And not just mitochondria, but I mean, it's not just eating up dead mitochondria. It's eating up any cancer cells that are laying around or dead debris or things that shouldn't be there. And like you said, reproducing good, healthy cells, not just mitochondria all over and stem cells. Yeah. I mean, fasting is so powerful. It's, it's one of those, you do need to dig into it to learn how to do it well, because there are all sorts of ways you could sidestep and go wrong with fasting. I've done them all. Um, it can blow back up in your face. If you're doing it for weight loss, you can yeah. find you're losing weight. And then if you're a female and you're not working with your cycle or there's not so much of that, it. then you can turn around and gain weight. And there's so much to it. Um, it's, but, that's more, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but the point of it is, it's just giving your body that break, those restful uh, windows every day or every other day, or, you know, every during regular rhythms is going to give your body that time to, to stimulate that repair. And that's where we get the long, the longevity effects. Yes. And I just wanted to add on to that. What you said, like you do have to be, you have to know what you're doing and be a little bit, this is not something that you just decide that one day I'm going to go for 17 hours without eating. First of all, like if your body's not used to it, you're going to have way more trouble. Like it's not, it's probably going to create too much stress on you. And I too have done it in the wrong ways and have gotten myself into circumstance that were not beneficial for my health at all. So especially for women at our age that are teetering on menopause or in menopause, you have to know how to navigate that. But that being said, and this is not like I'm a starving, I'm starving myself for weight loss. This is not that kind of a conversation. This is, it is a very powerful tool for longevity. Yeah, for health. Yeah. And that's, I, I don't believe that's disputed at all. And if you're PCP, well, there are some people, but it's there's still, it's very, it's very well researched and documented for sure. Yeah. And you can find, I mean, yeah. And we can bring that to you too, as well, but yes, that's a good one to bring up and let's couple on to that because yep. one of the reasons beyond what you said, like with the mitochondrial uncoupling is because it creates a certain amount of good stress in your body Mm -hmm. when you intermittent fast. It's called hermesis, right? That good Mm -hmm. stress that causes your body to go into a protective mode and to kind of kill off things that shouldn't be there. So let's talk about some other things beyond intermittent fasting that creates that same good stress. So things like- Beyond eating, beyond fasting, you can take some supplements or you can do some treatments, for instance, hyperbaric oxygen. Yep. So this is where you would go. There's, this is like a Medi spa or in in your local area, you'll just want to Google hyperbaric oxygen and find out, um, sometimes gyms do it. Um, it's used often for, um, traumatic brain injuries or just helping with a lot of different, um, diagnoses, but specifically for health and wellness as well. And for longevity. So, you know, as we age our oxygen, our cells are less capable of bringing oxygen into the cell. And so when you go into a chamber that, uh, where you're going to do the hyperbaric oxygen, that oxygen is going to be pressurized. And so there's going to be more oxygen being forced into the cell the more mitochondria, the more oxygen the mitochondria gets, the better off that they are, just as we all are when we are oxygenated fully. Sure. Yep. And um, on top of that, so with the hyperbaric oxygen, there is some research that shows, so let's just take a quick talk about DNA and how we age. On the end of all of our DNA is, which is part of our genes, are things called telomeres. And as we age, those telomeres shorten. That's what ages us, right? And eventually leads to our demise 
<laughs> but no, but they shorten as we age. And so if there are things that you can do that will actually lengthen those telomeres and slow the aging process. And research shows that uh, sessions in hyperbaric oxygen, cha- oxygen chambers can actually lengthen those telomeres, yeah. which is awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, also talking, you mentioned it, bringing oxygen into your body. I have done sessions of ozone therapy, mm. which will oxygenate your blood too. And you can do that in a variety of ways. You can do everything from getting an ozone treatment yep. intravenously into the blood, you get injection into a vein, um, just like if you were getting an IV of something, you can get it um, rectally, you can get it auricularly, which means they pump it into your ears. I've had that done. That was, did I tell you about that yet? No. I got to tell you about that story. Um, but I do the, like the least invasive version, which is ozone sauna. So you mm. go into like a, it looks like a little spaceship capsule. The doors open up, you sit down, it closes around you and basically your head's out of the system and it's a steam sauna. So steam is pumping in, it's warming your body up, it's opening your pores. And then there's an ozone generator attached to it. That's pumping ozone in. So you're not breathing it indirectly, but as your pores are opening up and you're sweating, it's getting into your bloodstream. It's getting in systemically and that can help oxygenate the blood. And it's also great for detox and other things, but it's worth mentioning in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You can also talking about IVs, you can also push something called NAD, which is a very powerful um, antioxidant. And that is going to help uh, just like the polyphenols would, it's going to help your mitochondria. Um, That is one that is, oh gosh, it's, that's a good one for a lot of different things. Um, But if you just want to do it for health and wellness, um, it's very powerful. It acts on the smooth muscle and many of us are deficient. So it's, it's something that should occur naturally in our body. Um, And it's, again, there's a longer word. I'm going to spare you the the terminology for what the NAD stands for, but um, they push it in an IV and it's going to help your mitochondria uh, by giving it all of the um, support that your mitochondria needs. Or yeah, some of the that's support. a great tip. And you can get beyond the NAD and um, IV. And there's so many of these like wellness spas. And actually, weren't we, when we were in Florida over Christmas, you and Mark were a little down. Didn't you have like a mobile, like they come right oh, to your yeah. house and give you IV therapy? Yeah, they therapy? wouldn't do something like that, but they would do, a lot of times they'll do like, a, they'll push a, like a Myers cocktail or. Which is just, what? I don't know what that, I've, I yeah, have not dabbled in that. That is a, just, you know, saline, a bag of saline yep. with some B vitamins added and some. Vitamin C. Vitamin C. Um, probably vitamin, I'm not sure what else goes in the Myers cocktail. Okay. So. But you can get the, but, but they, but you don't it's do any D in that? No. Okay. So NAD is, is typically a, a more, you know, it does act very powerly on the smooth muscle. Oh. So it's, it's, you can have some strong reactions to it, like in your stomach oh. and you'll feel like, you know, you have to have a nurse constantly. Um, and it takes probably some people, it took me almost four hours to push. So the, the more deficient so you have done, you that, that doesn't sound it, like something I want to do. <laughs> I'd be nervous. The more deficient you are in it, um, the faster you'll go through the bag, right? Okay. Um, Cause the body's going to take it up. But, um, and I believe I've got that correct. Um, but basically you want to go slowly with it because if you go too fast, you can have major bowel. So many moms in the life after kids community are seeking more purpose now that their kids are grown. But over and over again, we hear this one thing. I don't know where to start. 
That's why we created the Life After Kids Goals Framework and User's Guide. It's the one tool you need to design your new chapter, and it will show you where to start. The best part is it's free. Use the link go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework to get yours now. That's go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework. Let's get started redesigning our life today. Okay, so that you yeah. have to be with oh, a for sure. professional yeah, that yeah. knows exactly it's what they're recommended doing. recommended by, it's going to be recommended by a doctor or a nurse practitioner to make sure that it's right for you. Um, okay. And, so yeah. worth asking your health practitioner, yeah, provider, sure. somebody Functional that you trust. medicine doctor, homeopathic doctor. Yep. Mm-hmm. But back to the other IVs with the vitamin C or the B vitamins, these are things that can be very good if you've been traveling to rehydrate your system, to get a little yes. boost, if you've been under the weather, sick. Those are things to- yeah maybe not necessarily specifically for longevity, but they're great tools to have in your wellness pocket, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll hydrate you very quickly. Yeah, which is great. Which is what the problem with travel often is. Right, and even when you're under the weather not feeling great, you can take vitamin C, but when you get it intravenously, it's just getting your, it's just like on steroids, it's not steroids, but vitamin C, you're just getting a higher dose. Yeah, more efficient. Right. Um, Some other things that, well, here, the one more thing before I move on with the NAD, when you said like, if your body's deficient in it, it'll can be uptaken more and you'll notice it more similar with glutathione. So glutathione, um, I don't specifically know. And we talked about this, about that being a mitochondrial uncoupler, but it's very, very good for brain health and for detoxification and specifically like, it's like the master antioxidant, right? Yeah. So I assume it would help in all arenas and it also crosses, crosses the blood brain barrier. So if you've got things that need to be detoxed there, it's helpful. And I take a glutathione supplement every day because I've had, I know genetically that I am a weak detoxifier. So that helps me, but similar to what you you said with NAD for some people, if you are really, really lacking in that or really need to detox, if you do too much too quick, like you can get a little bit lightheaded yeah. or feel off only because you need it so much. So this, this is the thing, like these are natural things, but they're also powerful things to be aware of. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. provider prepares you for those side effects, otherwise, right. you know, or those effects. I yeah. Or say. just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, know what to expect. Um, other things. Oh, so we talked about the hermesis, the stress, like the good stress, not at a super high level with the, yeah. um, um, <laughs> what did, what did we just talk about? Oh, fasting. Yeah. But other things that do that too, that are mitochondrial uncouplers and great for them are heat exposure and cold exposure. Uh, I was just going, I was just going, just going there there? because we've all seen, maybe we haven't all, but you will soon because it's a thing. It's a fad right on TikTok and Instagram. Oh, the right cold now. plunges. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that's exactly what it's doing. It's, it's creating that stress for the body. And actually, so uh, we've heard recently because we don't have a cold plunge. I'd like to get one. Really? Yes. But you can do this by dipping your face in cold ice water. So mm-hmm. the same, there's the face has so many receptors. So, you know, the point is cold shower. If you don't have a cold plunge, you could still create some of these effects with what you do have. Absolutely. And then with heat exposure, that would be like sauna, right? Um, Infrared sauna at its, it it is highest. That's kind of like my favorite type. It's really good if you can do back to back, like a sauna session and then jump in an ice bath or 
uh, ice cold, like a cold shower, right? Because you're, no, it's, it, yeah, no, I know, no. but it is, it is really good for yeah, your nervous system. If you system. ever get the chance to go to one of those spas that Remember has we the, did that in Iceland? Yeah, that has the pool, like they'll have I a cold plunge. Good as you. I did not appreciate that. I mean, I appreciated it, but you got right in that cold plunge. It was so refreshing. I think I can't do a cold shower. I mean, there's just like, that's just like miserable. I feel like there's something... I don't know. It goes, it goes very deep yeah. for me, but I can, I want to get one of those cold plunge pools and I've seen them, you know, you can buy them. They're very expensive where you get basically, they I look like a bathtub and my husband, I showed it to my husband. I was like, you know, cause he likes it's like a metal base that you keep outside, like an old yeah. fashioned bathtub. And he's like, fill up the bath and put in some ice. Well, yes, that's exactly like, it. Oh, shoot. But these are like portable ones that you would put outside. And that's the thing. You don't want to go through the trouble necessarily. You don't want to use all the ice. You can't get it cold enough. So if you do have, they're portable. So they right. seem like they're more affordable. Right. That's an option. Yeah. I just can't, to me that I know it's so good for you, but I just, <laughs> I can do the cold shower and in the summer I'll jump in the lake, which is still not that cold, but at least it's like that's after great. you've that's worked great. out, you've had, you've sweat and then you jump in the shower. It's the shock. But, yeah, it's shocking your system a little bit, but th this is a sidetrack, but this is, I haven't told you this yet, but when we were college touring, we were, our first stop was North Carolina. We were in Raleigh and we stayed at a absolutely beautiful, you would have loved it. The, the resort, like not resort, I guess, hotelish that we stayed at, but in the morning, so I washed my face the night before, no issue in the morning, I get in the shower. Okay. Hot shower. And I look down and I've been in there for like five minutes. I look down and everything is brown. The water and it's just dripping. I was like, am I bleeding? Did I get like, sorry, TMI, but like, do I have my period? Like, what is happening? But it just kept coming. I was so like, I'm great I my period. Know about? Right. Yeah. I was like, what is in my, like, what is happening? Is the color coming out of my hair? And so finally I was like, it's the water. Oh, you were flipping out. I was, you know me. I was like, <laughs> I'm toxic. What oh, is it? No. I'm doomed. Like the world is <laughs> so I called Ken. I was like, Ken, look at this water. And he was like, first of all, don't panic because North, North Carolina, it's yeah. clay. And North Carolina yeah. is known for that. So, so anyway, he's, and he was messing with the sink. He goes, it's only the hot water. He said, turn it to cold. So I turned the cold on and sure enough, it stopped. So anyway, I've been, I got back in. I was like, I'm rinsing all this off of me because I don't know what's in it. So I, but the reason I'm telling you this story is then Ken had to get a shower and you guys may not know my husband, but he's a big guy and he is not into cold exposure he or sauna. Like he's her, not trying to necessarily videoed him in the shower, but just if you could have heard him. <laughs> So ridiculous. But I was like, Ken, this is so good for your sister. He's like, you know, did not want to hear that. <laughs> but anyway, it is cold exposure is a good. It is. And that's why you're hearing about it all over. Yeah. It stems from this yeah. topic that it is so very good yeah. for you. And by the way, real quick, before we leave this, if you have not done any cold exposure and you want to get into it, even if that's just a cold shower, it is a shock to your system. I'm yeah. joking about Ken, but go start slowly. And you can start this by, um, and, and you're still going to reap the benefits, get in the shower, take your shower at the end of your shower, turn it to cold and just put your palms and your wrists in it for a couple of seconds and then put your feet in and just Great. start that way just to ease your body into getting used to that sensation because you, it is something that you need to build you up to. You need to work up to. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, the point is, is we can do, you know, in these more advanced conversations, there are cool things that are out there. Yeah. You just need to dig and let us dig it, dig through that stuff for you and bring yeah. it to you and try some of it because these, all of these things 
accumulated are going to come together and help you to your body to work better. And, and man, that's how you go on to live yeah. um, healthier, longer. Yeah. One last thing before we wrap it up that I want to mention that has a lot of research behind it for longevity is reishi mushroom. Mm. R-E-I-S-H-I. You could probably, but I've not seen the mushroom in like a supermarket. Some of them you can get and cook with. I will preface with reishi. Like I do take it regularly. I started out trying to take the powder just because it's cheaper than buying capsules. It takes like crap. It is, it does not, it's very bitter. And you, they try to say, oh, it tastes like chocolate. Put it in a chocolate smoothie or with coffee. You won't taste it. You no. still taste it. It's very, very, very bitter. So you want to save yourself that you'll spend a little more, but you can take it in capsule form. And I do, it's not something I do daily, but every, every couple of days a week, I'll take two of the capsules, but it is known to be powerful for longevity. Yeah, mushrooms have so, so many help, healthy benefits. So. Yeah. And the reishi in particular yeah. when it comes to longevity, but awesome. Great conversation. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully you guys took some things and we'll try some things and um, and yeah, we'll keep bringing you even more because science is really just catching up to this. This is new, new conversation. I mean, we've always known about mitochondria and what they do, yeah. but I think some of these biohacks for longevity are just kind of hitting the mainstream. Well, what I love to see is these are, these are things, the things that we're talking about are things, the activities that we're talking about are things that have been being done like for centuries. We, we get into this mode of like the medical res like the newest, I think sometimes we're so and smart, we're stupid. And I don't mean and, to say mm -hmm. that in a bad way, but I think that if, and we've talked about this with minutes pause, if we take a step back and look at the wisdom of what's been going on for hundreds of years and our ancestors and what they yeah. did, these are things they were doing. These are like the saunas were mm -hmm. in ancient Greek times, the eating the cow's milk, I'm Americans. sorry, the goat milk, the all like all of these things. And now what's happening to your point, science is catching up and showing us the reasons why, yeah. which for me is just my Super medical exciting. brain and wanting to learn is very exciting. So exciting. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, thank you so much, ladies, for joining us today. Make sure you're following us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and our website is www.lifeafterkids.com. Um, make sure you're subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys. Now go out, have an amazing week and show midlife who's boss. Yes. Thanks again for listening to Life After Kids. When you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you liked our conversation, hit follow and share it with a friend. For more on Life After Kids, go to www.lifeafterkids.com. We'll be back every Sunday, and we hope you will too. Until next time.